0: I saw the arm of the bush get released upwards as if something was holding it down. So I was staring at it, just trying to figure out, you know, what the heck's going on here. A couple seconds later, what happened blew me away.
1: Welcome back to the Cryptic Creatures Podcast. I'm Brian.
2: I'm Todd. What's happening, Brian?
1: Not much, man. Not much. Uh, excited for this show tonight.
2: As always, as always. You know what's interesting about this show coming up? Is, the fact uh,
1: that it's so close to us.
2: Again, again, <laughs> we have another sighting so close uh, to us. Yep. Um, where we live, we don't think about.
1: You know no because there's nothing here <laughs> you know
2: we're kind of in some flat land in Indiana and
1: yeah um, we don't have mountains here we don't have I mean we have some forest but
2: I was thinking a about lot. I was thinking about this today I was like there's stuff north of us there's stuff south of us there's stuff east and west
1: of us we are surrounded by a lot of water though we are they are
2: maybe they're
1: maybe they're right here maybe they're right in our backyard we just don't know maybe it. they are and we just don't know it we're going to find out tonight.
2: We're going to find out tonight. We're going to be talking to a gentleman named Sam from, uh, I mean, he had an experience in Cass County, Michigan. That's uh, right. What is that? An hour away from here, maybe? For no, me, anyway. Not even,
1: yeah. not even an hour. For you, it's even closer. Right. Is it? Yeah. Okay. It's right across the state line. Just jump right over there. Right on.
2: Well, you ready to bring him
1: on? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All let's right. get the show on the road. Let's bring Sam on. Here
2: we go. It's exciting. Sam, what's happening, man? Welcome to the show.
0: Hey, doing great. Thanks for having me, guys.
2: Thanks for being yeah, on. Glad you're here, man. Absolutely, absolutely. Appreciate it 100. Uh, means a lot to us.
0: Sure thing. Sure thing.
2: Yep. So, Sam, I was talking to Brian earlier about um, your encounter and how close it is to where we where we are actually physically. Um, we've had a couple another yeah. encounter that was that happened um, the other direction, basically, of where you're directed or where your encounter happened with us.
1: Um about, yeah, we're actually know, probably about right in the middle of those two. I would more.
2: say so. I mean, you take 45 minutes to an hour uh what yeah. south east is the one yeah. and then uh 45 minutes to an hour south uh northwest would be where um Sam had had his encounter. So yeah. So Sam, what you talk about um tell us your Tell us where you're from. What you thought about, you know, the nature and, and what you did. Did you did you believe in Bigfoot? Have you ever heard of Bigfoot before um, that day? And, and what happened? And lead us up to, you know, lead us up to the day, and and we can break into your situation and your encounter.
0: Yeah, sure thing. So, um, I was born and raised in the uh, suburbs of Chicago, northwest suburbs. Um, there's not really a whole lot of hiking out in this area. You know, it's mainly suburbs and houses. Not a whole lot going on here, but. Growing up, um, I was exposed to a lot of wilderness. We would take trips a lot. Um, the topic of Bigfoot, it did um, settle in quite a bit, but you know, I never was 100% like, yes, this exists for sure. It was kind of just in the back of my mind. Um, you know, I would go out hunting and fishing, and I would never really think much of it. I always thought it was a possibility that it could exist, but obviously I never had any definitive proof so as the years went by, you know, I found out more about the uh, the topic. Started looking at the BFRO website, um, just kind of analyzing stuff and really considering the possibility. Of, yeah, these things could exist. You know, I was starting to see clusters on the maps and of uh, the sightings, and you know, that that's really when it started settling in more or less that, yeah, it's a possibility for sure. We took off to uh, on a vacation one year. It was in uh, August of 2018. When this happened, we took a vacation to southeast Michigan or sorry, southwest Michigan, where we rented a lake house on Diamond Lake in Cassopolis, Michigan. Um, The lake itself is not in the actual town. It's probably about 15 minutes away from the actual town itself. I'll give you guys kind of a rundown of the geographics around the area. You know what it looks like. Um, It's very rural around the area. It's, It's not a bustling, you know, city or anything like that. Outside of the lake, it's a lot of forest, a lot of farmlands, a lot of prairies. There's not really a whole lot to it. So the house we were staying in, um, obviously, was on the lake, and I'm a big fisherman. So I was going on the lake trying to fish, but didn't have too much luck. Across the street, there was a river, and it was a very small river, very stagnant, not flowing, you know, nothing like like that. It was only probably about 15 to 20 feet wide and maybe about 4 feet deep. And across the river was deep woods. You know, it was very thick vegetation. As you go up the bank, it was a lot of bushes, a lot of thorns, some, some trees here and there, which extended back into wetlands and swamps, forests, things of that nature. So that was that was really the start of it. I decided one day when my family was in the backyard, this happened on August 7th of 2018 at about 7 p.m. Um, my family was in the backyard, still laying out by the pool, and I wanted to do some fishing. So I went across the street by myself. And I began fishing as I normally would. It was a beautiful day, sunny outside, no wind. Temperature was probably 85 degrees. And I uh, had my fishing line get caught up in a knot. So I you know, took it out, and I started to undo the knot. As I was doing that, um, for really no good reason at all, I just kind of looked to my right at about 2 o'clock across the river. Kind of one of those things where standing in a crowded room you look across the room for no reason and someone's looking right at you. It's one of those sort of things. Uh-huh. So I yep. looked over at sure. the two clock, and I saw the arm of a bush get released upwards as if something was holding it down. So I immediately thought that's really weird because, number one, there's no wind. Number two, there's no people as far as I can see. And number three, it was pretty good off the ground. It was probably about four feet off where this branch was. So I was staring at it just trying to figure out, you know, what the heck's going on here. And a couple seconds later, what happened blew me away. Uh, this creature stood up on two feet. It—I never saw its face. Um, it did this pivoting motion as it was standing up, so it really kept its face hidden from me at all times. What I did see was first the side of the creature, and then as it turned, I saw its back, its shoulders, its legs—not so much, just because of the fact there was really thick vegetation, as I mentioned. Um, it took its first step with its left foot up the bank, and I saw its arms swing as it was moving. It was very, very fluid motion. This this was not shuffling or moving around. It was very quiet, made almost no noise at all, and very fluid, like I mentioned. This thing took no more than three steps, and it covered a lot of ground in those three steps. I mean, the strides were long, And it disappeared into the forest i mean that's the last i saw of it um my first reaction was honestly i thought it was a huge person you know this thing was the better part of six and a half feet tall to seven feet tall i would say maybe a bit taller than seven feet um it it was large its shoulders were very wide it had uh reddish brown hair that was i I was looking up animals You know, and I've been an avid hunter, and I was trying to compare, you know, what it was the closest to in hair color. The thing I found it matched the most was an orangutan. Now, I've never seen one of those, being that I live in Illinois, but it did match an orangutan. Uh, Uh, I'm pretty um,
1: sure there's none in Michigan, so.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. And I was trying to, you know, immediately after I saw this thing, I was going on a mental checklist of what it could have been. I started with a deer, because it was the most common, definitely not a deer. Fox, way too small, obviously, to match up to this creature, whatever it was, beaver, no way. This thing was on two legs. I'm pretty sure there's no elk in that part of Michigan, or uh, no. I know there's no this around there. Bear, if one did stray down there, it, it, bears don't walk like that. I've seen bears when I was in Colorado, and <laughs> it's very different. So even when they're staying on two legs, it's just very different. Um, so yeah, this thing did retreat back into the woods. And once I had gone through this checklist in my head, then it kind of settled on me that. I just saw something very strange. Um, I couldn't explain it. So obviously my next thought was I need to look around the area to see if there's any people here. Now, that spot across the river where I saw it was actually a little island, which I found out later by looking at satellite imagery. There's no way to get to it unless you have a kayak or if you're willing to walk through that disgusting black water, which I wouldn't do. So I did search the area. There was no signs of people. Everything is quiet, didn't hear any talking, didn't find any kayak, any paddle boat, anything of that nature whatsoever. That's when it really, really hit me that whatever I just saw right here was, number one, real, number two, cannot be explained, and number three was something that science tells us should not exist. I picked up my fishing pole and I walked to the backyard pretty stunned. Um, I didn't want to tell my entire family right away because fear of ridicule, I I guess you could say. Did you know right
2: there that you saw a Bigfoot then? Did you deduct that you saw a Bigfoot?
0: Yes. At that point in time, when I had gone through the whole checklist, I ruled out any animals, any people. At that point in time, yes, I did realize what I had seen. And it it pretty much shook me to the core. Um, When I say that I wasn't scared, when I saw this thing I felt no sense of uh, danger at all. I, I feel like it was observing me more than anything else. And To this day i think about did i walk up on it was it already there in the tree line you know when i walked up trying to catch frogs maybe to eat or something and get water or did it walk up on me when i was fishing to check me out see what i was doing either way i'll never know for sure what happened who got there first but what i can say is i do have a feeling it was watching me for quite a bit of time before i caught it quote unquote essentially so anyway i get back to the backyard and i had told my oldest brother um Basically, what I told him was, I just saw something across the street. I described to him exactly what I had seen, just as I did right now to you guys. And at first, he was like, "Okay, yeah, you know, you probably saw something. What was it? I don't know. Could have, it was probably a, a deer?" I think he said. <laughs> and I kept telling him, I'm like, "No, no, no. This was no deer. You know." And it really expressed the seriousness of what I what I had seen. So later that night, we were sitting around the bonfire. Um, everyone had gone to bed, so it was just me and my oldest brother, we were sitting there, and he was doing research, because obviously I was still talking about this, you know, I couldn't get it off my head, get off my mind, and he was doing uh, research into the area. Turns out, there is a creature in that area called the Dewey Lake Monster. I'm not sure if you guys have ever heard of the Dewey Lake Monster being so close
2: yeah. to the uh-huh. area. Or
0: not. That's,
2: but, is that Dewey Lake Monster?
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. Correct. Yeah. 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 So we found out that uh,
2: where is there, Dewey there Lake? Was... Is that close to
0: Dewey Lake is on Dewagiac, mm-hmm. Michigan, which was only about a twenty-five minute drive.
1: Yeah, that's not far.
0: No. Yeah, it's not far at all. So, Brian, that's a, those first... are
1: your
2: stomping grounds, aren't they? Pretty yeah. much. But yeah, that area.
0: <laughs> yeah. So when when he first found out that there was this legend in you know Dewey Lake area, DeWaziac. I mean, he 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 was like, Sam, you're never gonna believe what I just found out. And we're we're not locals of the area; we have no idea about that area whatsoever. So he told me about it, and I was like, Holy crap! Like this is this is no joke, man. We were looking at it, and there's Facebook pages dedicated to it. You know, there's articles on Google. You type in, you know, from the local news station, and I'm like, Dude, this this matches up really close. You know, it says it hangs out in uh, swamplands around lakes you know deep forest areas and it pretty much matches what i saw you know to an extent so later that night you know we were still sitting out by the bonfire talking and we actually heard wood knocks coming from the swamp across the street which i i i wasn't really too shocked by it i guess my brother was because he's never experienced anything like this before now he's an avid hunter as well he lived in uh, new mexico for a while so he's experience in the wilderness when he heard those wood knocks still no wind i want to make that very clear there was no wind that'd be causing you know this boom boom sort of noise that we're hearing and he was pretty blown away and i told him like this is what i would this is not you know somebody clapping or whatever but this is wood being hit against wood we heard it um for probably a few minutes try to record but it was just too far away across the the street and into the swamp so that I couldn't pick it up so we ended up walking across the street with our flashlights and uh, by that by the time we got there it had stopped but I will tell you one thing and I get chills thinking about it there was a very strong sense of being watched when we were across the river looking into the into the woods there was an extremely strong sense of being watched and that's not the only time I felt that you know going forward into my next experiences so that's what happened in Michigan
2: that's crazy, man. That's a that's a weird experience as heck. I'm looking on the map here, um, trying to find dense areas around the lake you were on in in Cass County and the Wadjack area as well. And I'm seeing, I'm seeing stuff, but um, normally I see like a when when it happens in towns like that that are that are small or are similar. I'm noticing a pattern where there's a big patch of woods or a reserve reservation or some kind of um, area where they could be secluded, but I'm seeing a couple spots, but nothing really big. Do you know if there's anything, um, uh, forestry wise uh, landmass around there or some kind of park or something close to those towns by chance, Sam, or,
1: you know, most of, most of the wall is reservation. Is it Brian? Okay. I didn't know that. Yeah. It's a Potawatomi Potawatomi Indian
2: okay well yeah now I'm looking I didn't go there quite yet but um, now when I zoom in that and then go a little bit north of there too okay I mean it's yeah it's definitely got water and a lot of trees there for sure um it's kind of sp- it's kind of spread out as the thing and maybe that's why there's um multiple um.
0: there's uh, definitely a lot of open land around there um I like driving yeah. around you know checking out areas and stuff so I when I was out there I wouldn't just go to the grocery store and back you know go drive around before I got to the grocery store and just check the area out like I said and, um, it's definitely rural there's a lot of pockets of, of forest there's a lot of farmland there are a lot of places that cover can be found in that area now I can't you know go into too much detail because I'm, I'm not from there you know I, I don't really know too much except for what I saw
2: Did you ever go back after that?
0: So we did. We actually went back there again in uh, 2020. We took a year off in 2019, back in 2020. And this was um, the first time I've been back there since, obviously, since I saw what I saw. I was really hoping to see it again. I really was. Um, I spent a lot of time standing in pretty much the exact spot on the river on this little creek where I saw this thing doing the exact same thing, <laughs> almost down and wearing the exact same clothes, hoping to get lucky again. <laughs> and uh, it just, nothing ever happened. I'd never heard any wood knocks or uh, anything like that. You know, it was just very quiet and everything seemed normal. That feeling of being watched was, was gone. And um, yeah, it was, it was just a one-time thing, I guess, you know, I never got to see it again. I, I, I think it might've been passing through.
1: Probably could have been. Could have been study. heading back to. Uh, it could have been heading back to Dewey Lake. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it could have. I mean, if if that's where it came from. Uh, yeah. And why wouldn't he? You know, if there's if he's got a highway back and forth. Yep. You know, maybe so the food. Something happened. Yeah, following the food, just like I say, all of them are doing. Follow right. the food. Yeah, that's right.
2: <laughs> Did you ever think about going over and looking at uh, see if it left any footprints, Sam?
0: I did. Um, just the only thing was, I'm not a big f- fan of uh, walking through water where I can't see my feet. I don't know. I just just makes me uncomfortable. I've always been that way. And, oh yeah.
1: No, me too. Yeah, I'm with you.
0: <laughs> yeah, and you know, I don't know if there's any drop-offs in this little creek. You know, I don't want to be walking in two feet of water and all of a sudden go into a hole and be six feet. You know. Right. Yeah. So we didn't have a uh, kayak or a paddle boat or anything to get across. Unfortunately, otherwise, I would have loved to. Um, but I, no, I never got a chance to. I did think about it though.
2: And how old were you when this happened?
0: I was twenty three. Oh.
2: And did you say you did tell or you did not tell somebody after after the incident? You
1: told the, you the only tell?
0: person I told Your was brother. my oldest brother. Yeah. So, yeah.
1: so how did how did you you're from Chicago, how did you end up settling on little potent Cassopolis Diamond Lake?
0: Well uh, my my dad actually found this uh this lake house I was for rent, he wanted to get a big family get together. You know, I have a pretty big family, you know, immediate family, three brothers, and then they have kids. So quite a bit of people. And he found this beautiful house that had a lot of room, a lot of space. And basically what would happen was uh, he rented it out and just, we just had a big family get together for about five days. So that's how nice, we the place. Nice. I never expected my first sighting to be when I was wearing a bathing suit and flip flops. <laughs> <it>
1: that <laughs> no one ever does. You man. know, yeah. Nobody's ever expecting their first sighting when they when right. it happens. You know what I mean? Been a lot stranger ones than that. Had sure. you been out looking for it, you'd never would have seen it.
0: Exactly. Yeah. It's how it goes. <laughs>
1: yep. Yep. Did you notice a smell? Um, did you say there was
2: a smell when you saw this Not thing? In Not
1: in that case.
0: Not in that case. But in, in the experience that I had further on, you know, I did notice a smell. But in Michigan, no. There was no how far
1: how far away from how far away do you think he was from you?
0: It was close. It was probably about twenty five to thirty feet.
1: But no wind I mean, that this day, was so.
0: That's, yeah, this was close. like an up close sighting. Yeah. I mean this thing was almost right on top of me.
1: Wow.
2: And you never noticed it until
0: it moved. No, that's the crazy part. Um I never that's, noticed it at all. You know, the only thing the that, only reason I if it stayed still, I would never have seen it. It could have been in those those bushes and the tree line of the shrubs, you know, all day long. And I probably would have walked right past it on the right. only, I guess the mistake it made, which you could say was letting that tree branch go, which that's when I noticed the motion on the tree line caused me to look that way. And I think once it noticed that I had seen it in a sense, that's when it was like, I'm getting out of here and stood up, and just walked away. Uh, yeah.
1: Well, yeah, because you weren't catching anything either. So, I've been, yeah, yeah. why why, why would he stick around? He was waiting
0: for a (laughs) free meal,
1: right? Uh, You (laughs) catch, I eat.
0: Mm -hmm. (laughs) Have a good fish fry,
1: exactly. That's right.
0: Hey guys,
2: it's Todd from Cryptid Creatures. Have you ever thought about making your own podcast? If so, you got to use Anchor. That's a n c h o r. The cool thing about Anchor is it's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. They'll distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on multiple platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money on your podcast. The more people that listen, the more money you can make. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. So Sam, you had a second experience that that happened. I believe, was it with your brother then?
0: No, so this was with a good friend of mine.
2: Okay, why don't you walk us into that and tell us about that?
0: I would love to. Okay, so obviously we touched on you know growing up, had an idea these things might exist. Fast forward to Michigan, saw one. Certain these things exist. Now I'm on the hunt for it. Okay, so now I know these these things are real. My, I was explaining to my friend what had happened, and he was he was um on the fence. For sure. He's on the fence, you know, kind of one of those guys like why well, don't get it. Something this big is real, you know, an eight foot tall or seven foot tall creature, you know, haven't we found anything, you know. So we got into that whole debate. And um, I was like, Joe, I'll tell you, man, if we can go out, you know, to, to an area, I'm sure that I can get some action and, you know, you can experience something for yourself. And he said, sure, just one condition. And I said, oh, yeah, and he, he's a very logical person. Um, he says, I'm the pick the location. You're not going to have any, any words that I'm going to pick the location because I don't want you to set up anything. Huh. And I said, fair enough, man, absolutely. Right. Well, it turns out he picked a phenomenal location. I mean, I couldn't have asked for anything better. This was ideal. This place is located in uh, northwest Illinois along the Mississippi River, and um, there, there's a lot of open land out there you have the the river bottoms you know a lot of uh, coverage up in the the bluffs then behind the bluffs is just forest in cornfields uh, mostly forest though very thick forest so the first time we go out there um we actually go to a very secluded area I mean the road to get there it's a dirt road that goes up a steep hill thank God I drive a truck because I don't think a little tiny kind of car can make it up that that thing and it leads you out to a second road. Then we made a right on that road, and we found this area to park at. Now, we walked back into the into the woods, and I did notice some weird stuff. I noticed one structure, and I pointed out to him, and I said, look, this this doesn't happen naturally. And I, I went through all the details. You know, this log was number one pull out of the ground. It was leaned up against this way, carried from a different location. You know, there's, there's no hole in the ground where this thing fell from. And as a matter of fact, there were one or two other logs, big trees for a better word, just like that.
2: Wait, you saw now, we, uprooted yeah, You saw uprooted trees or logs stuffed in the ground? Is that what you said?
0: Yeah. So uprooted trees that were carried to that location from a different spot.
2: And they were, there were no, wow. Holes, wow.
0: There yeah, was, no holes in the ground from where they could have come out of, you know, right there. Oh,
2: they were carried there. Okay.
0: Correct. And now horizontally up in this little structure was a huge log, um, probably three feet in diameter and maybe six to eight feet across. And it was off the ground probably about 10 feet up that was wedged in between these other trees that were kind of forming a pyramid sort of deal. So I pointed this out to him. we looked higher up in the tree to see if this log could have broken off and fell down. Mm-hmm. didn't see didn't see anything, so he, that's when he was starting to go. Okay, that that's pretty weird, but I need more. You know, I need more. Like, yes, this is strange, but let's go see what else we can find. Now there was a. Uh, this was a really weird part. There was along this little path. One of the trees. Now it's not very not a very thick tree. It's um, pretty maybe about four inches in diameter. Pretty thin, but it was bent over the whole path so you you essentially walk underneath the, the arch and it was pulled down and stuck underneath a pile of uh branches that were brought there to hold this thing into place so yeah. i looked that and i'm like okay that, that's weird now we go further down this path off to our left i see another possible structure um it was uh Less defined than the first, but still possible. I never marked it off as a definitive structure. We kept going, and I started doing wood knocks. It didn't take long at all for wood knocks to get returned. Now this area's rule. I looked at it on Google Earth before I get before um I jumped any conclusions. You know, because I I always think there's only two. Creatures in the forest that can make a wood knock, that can pick up a log and smack it against a tree. Number one is a human. Number two is a Bigfoot. So right. I want to rule out, could this be a human? Given how rural rule, the area was, there's only one way in, one way out. No houses around there. Lots of thorns. I mean, I wouldn't have the fun time walking through that stuff. And number two is, I don't know who would even get to that location without driving a the car. There were no cars there. It's the only spot to park at. So right there, yeah, I, I marked it off as this can't be a person doing this. We had wood knocks coming pretty much all night. Um, we were out there until we left. Then, as we as we were walking out, this is where it gets weird. So it's getting to be be pretty dark. We're walking out, and as we get closer to the first structure that we had seen walking in we hear whooping noises coming from like three different directions. Now it sounded kind of like a whoop, 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 sort of like that sort of thing, but it was coming from three or four different spots around us. I I'll quote what my friend said. He said, it sounds like we're in the rainforest with monkeys. (laughs) And I go, yeah, that's exactly what it sounds like. And it kept getting louder and louder until we got the hell out of there. Really? Um,
2: what was he doing at that time then? So he, he's he's kind of a non-believer, right? Or he was? He
0: was a non-believer.
2: So he picks this area saying, you're not going to set me up. I'm going to pick the area. We're going to go here. He obviously knows how, to, you, you maybe taught him how to pick a good area. So you got to pick a dense forest area, something like that, I'm guessing. Or he did Correct. on his own. And so you guys experienced these whoops and all this knocking and all this stuff. And he's, what's he doing at this time then? At this point?
0: He started to walk faster. <laughs> 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 yeah he's starting to walk faster and i think we actually started a slow jog if i remember correctly it was getting louder and louder and we, we just couldn't explain it until we passed a certain point you know that's when it stopped and at yeah, that and point we're like, Dude,
1: yeah
0: let's, let's get back to the truck and head out man mm-hmm. we got back to the truck and we, we left we were talking about it um what i personally think was i think it was a lot of juvenile sasquatches. Personally, I mean, th- these whoops did not sound like anything I've heard. I mean, we have coyotes in my backyard every night, man, and they're, they yell, they're loud. Um, definitely not even close to that in tone or, you know, anything of that nature. Definitely not three owls or four owls hooting at once all around us. That that wasn't the case. Loons, definitely not a loon. Um, you know, again, i going on this mental checklist. And I, I can't explain these howls. Um, I can just tell you what they sounded like and what I believe they were. I, I do think they were juvenile Sasquatches for sure. So as we we're driving back, um, it's about a two and a half hour drive from my house. I mean, he picked up a really far location, but I'm glad he did. So we said the next time we go back, I'm gonna leave a recorder running the entire time. The entire time from the second we got out of the truck until the second we get back in the truck and shut the door, that recorder is going to be on. So we were walking and uh, we get back there a second time. And we noticed that um, once we got to a certain point of the trail, there was a really bad smell. I mean, really bad. I, I thought something had died and was rotting, you know, next to the trail somewhere. And I'm like, dude, that smells awful. Like, it smelled like dead meat really that's the best way i can put it so i'm like man what is that smell so i, I start kind of walking around and looking through the brush and going into the forest a bit and i'm like there's nothing here that, that's really strange they even told him like do you smell that? he's like yeah it smells terrible but yeah something died here but we never found it so we start walking back and um we notice that the structure that was there last time was knocked to the ground which was weird. It was really weird. It was knocked down. The logs were thrown everywhere, and I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, that's strange. So didn't think much of it. Walked probably another half mile in, and uh, we started doing wood knocks. And at that point, it did take a bit longer that time to get some responses. I think they were kind of catching on. Maybe we went for about thirty minutes without hearing anything until finally. Um, we get a response and it was very subtle at first and we uh, You know, I I think it was like two or three knocks then I do two or three knocks back and uh, this it was actually getting closer This time which really freaked me out Unfortunately, the knocks were too quiet for an iPhone to pick up just how the recorders are on those things not mm-hmm. the best of quality
2: Yeah, yeah, I know so I agree.
0: Yeah, yeah, Brian definitely. does too. So,
2: don't you Brian? <laughs> Brian's <laughs> no, not an iPhone fan
0: <laughs> it's, they're a pain, man. They really are.
2: I am, and I. So have we stay
0: out there. Yeah, so we stayed out there for quite a bit, you know, just doing wood knocks, going back and forth of this thing. And it started getting dark again, so um, we were walking out, and as we were walking out, uh, I noticed a bone that was stuck up in a tree. Now, there's a little nook coming off the tree. You know, pine trees they have like those little things coming out, like sticks or whatever.
1: Uh-huh. Mm
0: -hmm. I didn't even know what to say I really didn't know, know what the heck to say because there was a bone stuck up in the tree the bone had a hole in it you know like I don't know what kind of bone it was I'm not a doctor or anything like that but it had a bone it had a hole in there and this thing whatever it was put that bone through that stick sticking out of the tree to the point where it was just there was and it, it was, a
2: vertebrae? Could have been a vertebrae, a vertebrae bone, of an animal. It
0: possibly, definitely could have been. How
2: big was the bone?
0: Um, the bone was probably, I would say, the the circle part of it, the top was, maybe two and a half to three inches, and then there was a straight part that came down that was probably, three and a half to four inches.
1: That's no, not a vertebrae. What yeah, is I don't,
0: it? I don't know what it was.
1: What is it, Brian? But, Do you know? About an arm bone, about a leg bone. Yeah, vertebrae. So vertebrae are only uh, two or three inches tall of a human, and about that big or not. Animals aren't any different.
2: Maybe it wasn't <laughs> a... <laughs> Okay.
1: Anyway, go ahead, Sam.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Sure thing. So, um, <laughs> we actually uh, stopped, and we we're looking at this bone that was up in a tree, and. I'm a very observant person. I would like to think at least. I mean, maybe I'm not, if I didn't notice a bone in the tree right there coming in, but I don't think it was there when we were walking in. I, I feel like it's something I would have noticed because it was right on the path. I mean, the, the, this thing was strategically placed to face towards the path. So you would see it, what the message was behind this. I have no clue, but I'm um, actually Get took the a fuck point. out. Yeah, basically. <laughs> <laughs> basically i don't want to be you know have part of my bones stick up in the tree yeah, later that's on right,
2: so yeah. this might be uh, your bones next time
1: let me
0: yeah exactly so we, we were stopped there and we were looking at it and i'm like all right joe is this the part where i say i told you so because you know we have the wood knocks we have the tree structures now we have a bone up in the tree mm-hmm. i mean I i'll yeah. give you the opportunity to explain to me how this could all be dismissed And that's when he just kind of shook his head and goes, Sam, I think you're really proving a strong case. (laughs) Okay. And and I'm like, remember, Joe, you picked the spot, not me, bud.
2: (laughs) Made a a believer out of of him, for sure. Um, Oh, yeah,
0: definitely. Definitely start off very, very skeptical. So I took a couple of photos of of the bone up in the tree. And as we were uh, looking at it, then, you know, it was getting pretty dark so we started to move again still had maybe a quarter mile left maybe half mile to get to the truck again the recorder was still going at this time so we start walking and this was the scariest moment i've ever had in the woods in my life i've been up in the mountains of colorado at night you know with mountain lions and bears i've been all over the place man and uh, this was the the most scared i've been um, out of nowhere, we hear the loudest howl that I've ever heard. I don't know what the heck this was. Um, I, I was so scared that I thought this thing was going to be, I thought I was going to turn around and see a, a monster. I'll just put it that way. I thought I was going to see a monster standing like right on top of me Um, I immediately drew my handgun. I mean, and I never draw my handgun unless I feel an absolute need to. You know, but this was one of those times where split-second decision didn't even have to think about it. That gun was come out of the holster, and I turned around. And I was holding my handgun, and I was ready for whatever you know was going to happen next. Um, we never saw anything, which is the weird part. But as I was walking out, you could hear in the recording. You know, our pace number one picks up. You can hear it started recording before the howl. Walking, walking. You know, it's normally howl happens. After the howl happened, some profanity is said just because of <laughs> what happened. Sure, and you yeah. heard footsteps starting increasing.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So, yeah, we were really freaked out, for sure. And we started walking backwards, you know, and just kind of waiting for uh, for something else to happen, which it never did. But, yeah, so as, as we're walking back, I – don't know if it was my eyes playing tricks on me or not, but um, I do have a flashlight on the bottom side of the barrel of my handgun.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And so as we we're walking out, I was keeping my flashlight trained, you know, behind me. I was walking backwards. And man, I, I don't know what this was. It could have been, you know, the adrenaline going, my, my senses are all hyped up or spiked up whatever you want to call it. But I swear to God, I saw a, a black figure cross the path from right to left very quickly, and I, I swear I saw it even bounce, like boom, boom, like that, mm-hmm. you know, running across. But again, it was out of my the range of my flashlight, so all I saw was a possible silhouette. It it did come from the same side the howl happened, on. That which I can say. So I don't mm-hmm.
1: know. That could have been.
0: Yeah, it mm-hmm.
2: could have been. How far away do you think the thing that made that noise was, Sam?
0: Man, it sounded like it was right behind me. Mm -hmm. It really did. Um, I'm guessing it was maybe uh, 10 to 15 yards away from us.
2: That close.
1: Wow, that's close.
0: Yeah, but that's what it sounded like. You know, it could have just been really freaking loud to the point where it sounded that close. It could have been even half a football field away, you know.
2: Yeah, But it sounded like it was right
0: there. It's it's hard to say for sure because I never saw the creature. But, man, that was – the loudest howl I've ever heard in my entire life. Like that was crazy. That was absolutely crazy.
1: Wow. Um, yeah, that would have been something. Damn.
0: Yeah, and I have not been back there since. I'll go back to the spot in <laughs> Michigan and saw a thing any day of the week and stand there all day long or all night long. I don't right. care. But that spot, no, I, I don't care how loaded my my handgun is, man. I'm not.
2: So you're telling me that. Back there. You're telling me that you are more terrified of not seeing one than you were when you did see one. Basically, yes. You didn't feel and any fear at all when you saw saw the one you saw at the uh, at the lake.
0: No, not at all. It, it felt, you know, actually like a very peaceful encounter. Almost there was like a mutual understanding sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, this this other thing in in uh, northwest Illinois was just it had a whole different feel to it between oh there's there's one important part i i left out that i want to go back mm-hmm. go back to um so we did go back there one more time which i totally forgot about and when we went back there we didn't stay nearly as long number one didn't let night fall on us number two number three didn't go as deep in the woods um we were so freaked out man like we went back probably 25 percent of the ways we usually do what we noticed was the area kind of getting up to where the howl happened there was like a 30 foot by 30 foot section of the forest that was just ripped apart totally ripped apart you had branches ripped down you had trees thrown you had just it looked like chaos it looked like a tornado had hit that one little section of the forest
1: how long had it been between the first time and the second time you went by?
0: one week the very most five days six days
1: so either um, you really pissed him off or somebody else went out there and pissed him off.
0: Yes, one of the <laughs> two. Um th- this thing was was mad. It was not happy with us. So that's the that's the detail I forgot to mention. Um but anyway, it was just totally torn apart. Just that wow. little stretch and there there was no severe weather that week at all. No no not even a thunderstorm if I recall correctly. So Something went in there and just ripped it and apart. What, and
1: and what time of year was that?
0: This was late August, early September. Okay. Yep.
2: Did you um, guys check I'm for, for any footprints in kind of though in that's in that area? Did you look for we any did. footprints? Was it we
0: what? did? Um the thing is that the ground there is pretty hard. Mm-hmm. So we we did find some possible footprints. Um we found one possible bigger one and then another possible juvenile print. Um, nothing was, oh my God, that's a print for sure. But it, it looked like it could have been
1: mm-hmm.
0: something had stepped there. But like I said, you know, the ground's really hard and it's just, it's not the best spot for finding footprints. There's not a whole lot of wet mud or wet sand. Right. I like just to ask you
1: how the ground is there.
0: Yeah. There's not a whole lot, a whole lot to, uh, capture yeah. a footprint or a track in, unfortunately. But Todd, as you said, um, I was way more scared of this just because of the fact that it was so aggressive really i mean you had a structure that was torn on the ground you had wood knocks that were pretty aggressive in nature too it wasn't like a subtle or anything it was pretty aggressive you had a bone stuck up in a tree you had the howl happen that did not have a friendly tone behind it let me tell you that much it that was not something like oh man i want to figure out what that howl was that was a howl saying, get out of my my house, basically. Mm -hmm. It got the job done, for sure. So you would say,
2: (laughs) Sam, you would say 100% you believe that Bigfoot is real.
0: 100%? Tell you, man, when you least expect it, that's when something's going to happen, no doubt.
1: Right. For sure. It's usually when it does. Yep. It's
2: never when you're looking for him necessarily. But Sometimes I guess.
0: Yeah, and I'm looking sometimes, forward. Yeah, but... I think uh, this year I am gonna get back out there, just overcome that fear and just.
1: What are you thinking about going out this out time? Well, you keep us in mind in case you run into them again.
2: Right. What are you thinking about going Definitely. this time? Any, um, uh, same place or?
0: Yeah, same spot for sure. Um, this this uh, was by far the best spot I've ever been at. I tried to do wood in Colorado. You would think that up in the mountains there'd be no shortage of activity. Surprisingly, I never found you know, anything.
1: Yeah, in Colorado, even on the BFRO, the Colorado's not not real hot.
0: Yeah, didn't didn't get anything out there.
1: Really, it's well, not?
0: Then.
1: No, they have hardly any sightings out there in Colorado.
0: hmm
1: At least none reported. Too much snow. Yeah.
0: I think, you know... I the, think
1: it's elevation. Not enough elevation. caves. I think, I think and it's also just,
0: the area is so vast. I yeah. mean, one mountain itself is huge, and there's really no way to get right. to it. Yeah, you know, so these things have all the space so they in the could world be high. there,
1: and maybe nifs never have, have been discovered there yet.
0: Exactly. Or if somebody
1: has, they've been too scared or to say anything. You know. Yep.
0: Definitely. So say. yeah,
1: Colorado is Colorado is sparse when it comes to sightings.
0: Yeah. Illinois is actually really good, surprisingly.
1: That is surprising. Yeah. The
0: Illinois. western side, right? right? Is that what you said? What's that?
1: the western side
0: yep yeah the western side and down on um, west central illinois what's that
1: by is that by yeah. Ida- idaho what's that what's on the other side of the not idaho i mean uh iowa
0: yeah iowa and then you have missouri which is down south and up above iowa is minnesota so we were pretty close to iowa at this spot um okay but yeah i'll definitely keep you guys in mind man i um, definitely going to get back out there for sure this year and uh go fully loaded hopefully i don't have to use my gun that's yeah, one of the yeah, I hope things. not you know I, Jeez, yeah man. no i i don't go out there with my handgun hoping to have to use it you know oh, i go out right. there with my handgun for my own well, protection it's
1: just protection yeah
2: you may exactly. want to carry something yeah, bigger if you have it I, just just say i don't know
1: <laughs> yeah if you got a rifle <laughs> right. you might want to might want to carry that yeah or, or, right. or yeah, another seriously. handgun
2: for sure but yeah be safe out there don't don't uh you know antagonize of
0: course as as you know we all would do, but anyway. Yeah, it doesn't seem like the friendliest group of Bigfoots out there. Let's just put it that way.
2: Seems hmm. to be seems There seems like... to be aggressive kinds and there seems to be non-aggressive kinds. I don't know, but um, you just don't know what you're going to deal with out there.
0: Uh, yeah,
1: that's that's yeah, what I've been that, picking up.
0: Mm-hmm. That howl was just really bizarre. You could just tell. I don't even have to speak the Bigfoot language to know uh-huh. what it was trying to tell me uh-huh. when I heard that howl.
1: That's crazy. So, it
0: was very territorial.
1: It was calling in the troops
0: yeah and i got out of there way before that happened thankfully right, i'm right. glad it happened so close to the truck
1: yeah no, right instead of like mile three miles in. in right
0: oh dude i would have been that's a, that's a fast i would have run in my entire life
1: uh, we may not be having <laughs> this conversation right now it's <laughs> possible
0: seriously yeah
1: well sam
2: we appreciate you coming on the show man it means a lot to yeah, us man, this was,
1: experience this is
2: a
0: yeah, great great, for great having me, show. guys. appreciate yeah. it
1: Yep.
2: And if you're out there and see something else, you gotta get a hold of us and get back on here for sure and talk about that.
1: Yeah, let us know and uh uh take us there.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we'll do I mean I, we're not far I'm from each other. Share, yeah, I'm I'm glad to share what I find. Um I you know, I'm a very uh logical kind of person that rules out stuff, so any stuff that I do capture, any stuff that I share is uh passes my test, quote unquote. So I'm always happy to get evidence out there and just make sure it's quality and I'll be happy to get a hold of you guys again if I find anything. You do yeah, that We
2: appreciate sure, that. We appreciate yeah.
0: it. Sure. All
2: right, bud. Absolutely. Once again, take care. We'll be in touch.
0: Yep. Thank you guys so much. Yeah, thanks, one. Sam. All
2: right. Take care, bud. Yep. yep. All right, Brian, That was another awesome episode in the books. What do you think, man?
1: Man, that was a great show. His stories were awesome. Yeah, for uh, sure. I think everybody's gonna love that.
2: Yeah, that was that was really cool. Um we appreciate all the support. Again, guys, we're close to a thousand listens out there. The the group's growing. And um, just, again, thanks for, for listening. If you want to be yeah. a guest on the show or you have a story to share, get a hold of us at info at cryptidcreatures.co, not com, just co. Brian, House, can they get a hold of us?
1: Uh, we got our Instagram at cryptid underscore creatures. Uh, we got our Twitter at cryptidcreature1. There's no E on a creature, just cryptid creature one and Facebook, Crypto Creatures, and Instagram, Page and group.
2: Yep. Okay. Cool. All right, guys. Thanks again. Appreciate it. Next time.
1: Until then, Brian. Take care, buddy. If bud. you're out in the woods checking everything out, keep your eyes and ears open. Let us know what you hear. Right on. Take care. We'll see you next time. All right, buddy. Bye. See ya.